Oh, say health cannot have vibes. Well, Jolly's Pharmacy is proving you otherwise. With health vibes. With health vibes. Every Wednesday morning on Q95 from 10 a.m. to 11.30. Health vibes. health vibes. Education, information, and a bit of humor. And not forgetting lots of vibes. Hosted by Carlton Lango with co-host Jacinta Fagan Defo and Trudy Christian. Jolly's Pharmacy is bringing health and vibes together every Wednesday. So be sure to tune in. Pharmacy leading the way in healthcare. It is 10:16 Eastern Caribbean time, and we're so happy that you've joined us for yet another episode of Health Vibes, your very own health talk show, brought to you by the brand you trust the most, Jolly's Pharmacy. I'm your host, Carlton. Good morning, and it's a pleasure being back with you. I have not been here for like two shows, I think. I was out, yes, and so it's a pleasure being here with you today. Um, I always leave you in capable hands and I know that the show went on without me. Maybe you didn't even miss me. But uh, I, you know, they say women have a lot of power these days. They are taking over us and so with the two <laughs> capable, competent women that I left you with, I am certain that I was not, I was not missed. <laughs> so let me say good morning to <laughs> my co-hostesses. Good morning. Good morning. Ladies, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. A beautiful lilac. <laughs> and um, lilac is kind of royalty and one in a nice um, tiger. I don't know if it's a leopard tiger. prince. Leopard Carlton. Prince, Carlton, yes. good morning. Good Takes me back to Africa. <laughs> good morning. You know, and so, yes. Uh, yes, on the, on the whole safari tour. Good morning. Yes. <laughs> good morning, Carlton. Good morning, good morning to the morning listeners. To yes, yes. We, yes. we did miss you. I'm sure your listeners did as well. Yeah, no, but just in for notice, Carlton is, is, is trying to get the listeners to call him to admit. <laughs> <laughs> that was just pure tactics, technique, you know, Carlton. Carlton, and, 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 and I'm sure they will fall for it, you know. I I'm a, sure. I give them a little bit of politics. That's you know? right. Politician, Psychology. Politician, you know. Cal nice. Carlton, you might be going up for a seat. <laughs> I mean, we have to stay tuned. Mm -hmm. But um, yes, I know, I know, I know they did miss you. And I know some of the regular callers yes. were saying to themselves, boy, I want to call, but Carlton not there. I'm not sure I should. <laughs> so I'm um, happy, of course, to have you back um, in studio Thank with you. us. Yes. Thank you. Yeah, so it was, a, it was a good time. I know many of you may have heard that um, um, of my win. Yes. Um, I, I, I'm really thankful for the win and for the recognition. But more so, I have always said in our profession, as medical professionals, um, we have no profession without clientele. Mm -hmm. And so if you did not put your trust and competence um, in me, then there is no way that I could have been recognized. And so I want to take the opportunity to thank the many, many, many fans and clients and well-wishers that I have out there, many, many to mention, and um, for the consistent support mm -hmm. and, and goodwill and good cheer that you've always given to me and my colleagues at Jolly's Pharmacy. So it was good, again, being on the regional stage mm -hmm. in Guyana, um, in the presence of the president of Guyana, 
um, receiving um, the award, um, the medal for placing number two for the Caribbean Pharmacies of the Year. Mm. Um, my colleague who got number one, I was very happy for him because it is someone that I really admire um, because he has done a lot of work in pharmacy that is an area that is not very popular and that is to do for regulations. Mm, so okay. he's the, he is someone that has done a lot of work in terms of intercepting contra, contra, um, um, fake drugs, fake drugs and, ah. um, done a lot of work in terms of regulation, um, drug surveillance and so forth. So um, when AFA was announced as the first place winner, I was extremely happy, almost yeah. like it were me yeah. that okay. had won because I know Alpha quite well and Alpha is a person with a very strong personality and very by the book kind <laughs> of person. So I was very happy. But even being placed second, um, that again made me feel very good, particularly in my area. And one of the things that I, um, I have seen, um, particularly for Trudy, who is not a pharmacist, is that the scope of pharmacy is changing Spreading so in. Okay. much. Mm -hmm. I mean, now you have pharmacies in immunology, pharmacies in law, mm. pharmacies in research, pharmacy in education, mm -hmm. pharmacy in toxicology research, pharmacy okay. in pediatric um, cardiology, mm -hmm. and pharmacists now are really finding their area of interest. Yes and specializing and really giving a lot of work. I have a colleague of mine in the Turks and Caicos and she's really done a lot of research in terms of dementia and Parkinson's okay. diseases. And she's a huge advocate. Um, actually, she's like the poster person yeah. in terms of uh, that education and advocacy for people suffering with Parkinson's and dementia and so forth. So pharmacists are really getting into different different things. I've always said to Chasinta and them, my area of pharmacology is over. I don't plan to do no further education per se in pure pharmacology, but um, public health, um, health education, yes. that is my, my thing. That's, my yes. that's what I love. Yes. And I'm a teacher at heart, yeah. so I will give my 150%. I will leave the pure pharmacology for the smart people like <laughs> Jasuta, <laughs> Rick Blairs and the others who may want to get deeper into that area. But it was a good experience. It's my fourth regional win. Mm -hmm. And I must too as well recognize Jacinta Fagan Defo. She was a nominee for Caribbean Pioneer Pharmacies. Um, mm -hmm. We had uh, Stella Giddens mm -hmm. as a nominee for Community Pharmacies of right. the Year. And we had Rick Blairs, who also won his award mm -hmm. in his category. And so we want to congratulate yes. Rick Blairs for yes. his, his win. Really so it means that, as um, Trudy has always boasted, um, with no apology, that Jolly's has the smartest <laughs> pharmacist. But of course. <laughs> And my eyes are beating fast. But of course, but of course. Justin Fan, I came to studio last week excited, you know, because once again we we were right, you know, jo so <laughs> Jolly's leading the way. I told I told Justin Fan last week, leading the way in healthcare, leading the way in pharmacists, no, leading the way everything. leading the way in everything. Of yes. Course. So Carlton, big up to you and, and you. you know, congratulations. And we were excited. We were waiting for you to come back. I know, I know. <laughs> but, you know, and, and Jacinta is very, very dear to me. Mm -hmm. um, Jacinta is a personal friend as well, beside a, a colleague. Yes. And Jacinta know that 
I remain humble. Oh yes, that's one thing I can normal. attest to. If anybody knows me very well and they see me on the road, they know they can stop me and I am the same. Any, at any time, that's yes. <laughs> that is true. And I mean, he's, he's saying it for himself, but I can say that for him. You know, I've, I've known him for a couple of years now. And what he says is true. It's true. He, he remains humble and very passionate in his work and his, his goals. So it's of no, no surprise that he won. And I continue, continuously support him in all he does. So. Thank you very yes. much. <laughs> so enough of me. The show has to go on. We have a very packed show this morning. Yes. But I can tell you the end of the show is going to light up. Because mm-hmm. I have a teaser for you, Jacinta. My co-hosts, they do not know about it. Uh-oh. But it's something very spicy. And I know that some of you will definitely <laughs> make some comments on that. So um, what we're going to do, we are going to introduce our guest. We have a guest, um, you know, beautiful lady. It's a lady that I had a crush on. And I will say that for You know, um, beautiful lady, lovely personality, bubbly. You know, and um, those of you who are not seeing the studio, I know... You know, that door would break down if you see you see her <laughs> face, you know. So she's our guest this morning, and um, we're happy to have her. I will let my co-host, uh, Miss um, Christian, introduce her <laughs> and uh, the purpose why she's here this morning. I know she has good news for us because the agency that she represents has been doing incredible news in Dominica. They have been begging me to join the association uh, or the foundation, yeah. whatever it is, the <laughs> club. I have to make some time to go to one of those meetings, Juliana and, and, and Jacinta. I suspect all three of us are needed. So we will, you know, decide that we're going to join that club because I suspect it's very smart people are in that club. I, I suspect that too. I suspect that too. And uh, I don't know if we're going to make us smarter or if they will be the smartest and we will be the smarter. But we will try to be, you know, in there. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll, see. we'll see what happens. We'll That's see what it. happens. So let's introduce her. Yes, Carlton. I, I think you'll get in trouble this morning. But welcome. <laughs> Welcome to Hell Vibes, Miss Genevieve Roll, who is joining us this morning. She's the president of Rotary Club Dominica, and she is our guest this morning in studio. She's who Carlton wants to get in trouble over this morning. <laughs> Genevieve, good morning to you. Good morning. Good, very good morning to all the listeners of Q95, and good morning to you, Trudy, to Cynthia and Carlton. Boy, Carlton, you're all trying to get me in trouble today. <laughs> Well, thank you for this wonderful introduction. And I was happy that you would point, us that, point out that um, you all should be um, joining uh, my club soon. So thanks for that extra insight. That, um, so look out for that. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Carlton has, has set the, the, the table for us to, yes, for us has. to join. Yes. yes. So, so Genevieve, recently, what caught my attention really? Of course, this is Health Vibes and we speak about health and wellness. We educate. And I noticed Rotary Club was involved in a very interesting health initiative and it had to do with eye care and a group called Vosh. So, you know, I wanted you to just give us a little insight as to who is Vosh and what was the mission that was um, being accomplished here in Dominica with Vosh and how did the Rotary Club fit in with that? All right. Um, 
As many of you all know, um, the Rotary Club of Dominica is a humanitarian service club, okay. and our motto speaks for itself, service above self. Mm -hmm. So therefore, the people and individuals who are engaged within the, this organization go out there and do humanitarian works to society. Um, we, have a, we are an international um, body, but mm -hmm. we have a, a chartered club here, which was one of them. There are two Rotary Clubs in Dominica. Ah. There's a Rotary Club of Dominica, for those who doesn't know, and there is a Rotary mm -hmm. Club of Portsmouth. Ah, oh, right? okay, okay. And we often get confused with the Rotary Club of Roseau, but they are actually the juniors to us. So okay. they, it's all part of the Rotary International Organization, okay. but at different levels. Mm -hmm. Like I always say, is what Leos are to Lions. Ah, all right? Okay. If, if, for better understanding. Right. Mm -hmm. But we embarked on our 27th mission of Vosh last week. 27th means 27 years wow. of wow. service through the Vosh team last week here in Dominica. And for those who don't know, Vosh means Volunteer Optometric Services to Humanity. Ah. Um, Vosh is a, wide, a worldwide um, organization, um, international-wise, and they pretty much cater to providing um, eye care to individuals who are probably unable mm. or can't afford um, proper high, um, eye care mm -hmm. in their respective societies, communities, um, countries in which they reside. Um, therefore, I, I had to I had to actually find a little backdated histories because you would appreciate 27 years ago. You know, I was probably still a baby in diapers. <laughs> I'm, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm kidding. Yes, but I'm yes, yes. <laughs> no, that's stick stick with it. <laughs> Baby, right? Right. <laughs> I'll stick to me, baby. Uh, right. <laughs> but I'm eight years a um, mm -hmm. um, as of this year. But the Vosh and Rotary Initiative would have started back when I'm um, Doctor. I shouldn't say Doctor. Two Rotarians back then, Garnef Didier mm -hmm. and Doctor Grell. They are both Rotarians. Um, Garnef Didier actually is deceased. Okay. Um, for those who don't know, but Doctor Grell would be. Um, still alive and there are a lot of um, senior um, people in our society who are still part of that were once Rotarians okay. that would have been part of the movement um, when we were chartered here in Dominica in 1974 so we are 48 years old okay. um, they started in the, the initiative with Vosh and Vosh the, the team that particular team is out of the state of Michigan okay um, there are teams all over like I said to you and also all across the US so the team started in Michigan, and Dr. Nelson Edwards of the Vosch Michigan, in conjunction with Garnet Didier and Dr. Grell, um, placed, started the movement to actually place emphasis back then on school children. Okay. So in 1995 of January, we had like about 18 Voshers here on island, split in two teams, and so for 1,800 patients for glasses. But at the time, there were no ophthalmologists here on island, so they were not able to do any sort of referrals. Okay. Let's see. Bob Carter and his wife, who are also part of, um, also from Michigan, and Dr. Daniel Rubel, who is affectionately known as Dr. Dan, who is the mission leader for Vosch mm -hmm. here in Dominica, and also the lead doctor, would have been the one to carry on the mantle over the years. Well, Dr. Bob Carter is no longer part of the team, but he would have served with the team for 15 years along Dr. Daniel Rubel um, on that specific mission here to Dominica. And like I said, because the, the mission is geared and engineered to 
assisting those who are unable to to get that proper health care well I care, care. Mm -hmm. I should say that they require because they probably cannot afford to unable to for whatever means necessary we have hosted these projects for that lengthy period of time it's usually over a week span what four days concentrated on mm -hmm. the cleaning days which I am I'm sure I'll get into in a while mm -hmm. and it's it's something that I would say that the the public slowly but well not slowly but surely has grown to appreciate okay. vastly over a period of years we would have missed a year the last time we had a mission was in January 2020, and okay. right before the pandemic. COVID and of course, okay. it feels like two years, but mm -hmm. really it was just a year that we missed, which okay. would have been last 2021. year. 2021. Yeah, okay. exactly, 2021. So now it's back. Um, and we're hoping that it will continue for some time to go still. Right. I, I was wondering, um, how, what, what areas of Dominica did this mission serve? Um, what what areas and where did you see you know a lot of participation? How did it go? So the mission takes different um, how should I say different avenues? And I say this to say um, we normally do different districts on each visit, so it's not necessarily tailored to one particular area. The one constant that remains is the Rosa Clinics, which is okay. usually at the Goodwill Parish Hall, mm -hmm. and uh -huh. that would have taken place on Wednesday or Thursday last week. Okay. So it's over a period of four days, as I previously indicated, from Monday through Thursday. And this year in particular, we served like on the western side. So we had a clinic at Portsmouth on Monday. We had a clinic at St. Joseph on Tuesday. And Wednesday and Thursday, we would have had the Rosa Clinics at the Goodwill Parish Hall. It interchanges of every mission. Um, so like, for example, let's say next year, the doctor, and it's all based, um, we... We collaborate with the Vosch team, but the doctor, Dr. Dan, the lead mission and the lead mission leader, he would he usually does what you call a pre-visit, and he would visit the areas where he'd want to to have the patient screen for that particular mission. So, for example, let's say should they return right, which they are which they are carded to, mm -hmm. they would probably go to a, another set of clinics. Like it could be on the, on east, the east coast, okay. it could be in Castle Bruce area, it could be in the Marigot area. Um, it just depends on on what direction they choose to head for the next mission. So it interchanges where they're unable to see the whole the whole island, yeah, island okay. <laughs> within four days or to even be there for a lengthy period of time because ideally the mission encompasses of a, a lot of students as well in their okay. fourth third and fourth year most times of, of medical of medical uh, dementia, right? Yeah, yeah. So there are doctors on the team, like probably about six to seven give and take, depending on how many that is um, on the team for that particular mm -hmm. mission in the given year. But it also comprises of the students. And of course, with okay. that, they have to be flexible with their schedules mm -hmm. in order to initiate and conduct the visit here in Dominica. So it's it really, it's on the back end of things. It's mm -hmm. a lot of work mm -hmm. on their end as the Vosch team. And it's also a lot of work for us to prepare to to actually host them and ensure that everything mm -hmm. runs smoothly here in Dominica on Rotary side of things. Mm -hmm. But I should also mention that we collaborate and partner with the government of Dominica through the Ministry yeah, of Health, and they're actually <laughs> they're actually the the most important aspect and element of this entire exercise, as you can well appreciate. So every year they they play a, a pivotal role in the execution nice. of the mission okay. and ensure it's general success overall. Oh, nice. Okay. I wanted um, to ask you though, um, in reference to to the work that they do, mm -hmm. do they um, you know, screen for the the, 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 the typical eye 
conditions mm. like glaucoma, yes. cataract, they and do, so they forth. do. It's pretty much a full screening assessment. Okay. Mm. Okay. So the same procedures that you would go to if you go to a medical ophthalmologist here, where they will you know have all the charts and sometimes they have to dilate some of the patient's pupil and all that kind of stuff they do that they do the full screening process for the patients they will determine if a patient has cataract or if he's suffering from glaucoma or any other eye illnesses they will not be able to treat certain things at that particular clinic because mm -hmm. it's more like a screening yes, clinic yes. it serves like that so they will Refer? Give give referrals okay. to the patients. Um, they do have pre-prescribed glasses um, or lens, I should say, mm -hmm. that they carry with them mm -hmm. when they're coming to the mission, as well as sunglasses to help if um, people who are probably difficult with sunlight mm -hmm. and this type of thing and to to control that. Mm -hmm. So they will also issue these pre-prescribed -pre lenses oh. if it suits their um, what do you call it? The different the, 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 the not the frames. The diagnosis of the patient? Yes, or the diagnosis of the patient. You know when you have the referrals, mm -hmm. like what you okay. get after, okay. if you, okay. you could right. choose the prescription. The prescription. Yeah. The prescription. Yeah. Yes. Okay. yes. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> You're right. The prescription. So if they have the, the, the lens that are compatible mm -hmm. to your prescription, oh, they will, provide they will it. go ahead and provide the lens One for time. you right yeah. there okay. and there, along okay. with a pair of glasses. I'm sorry, sunglasses, should you require those. Mm -hmm. Other than that, those that are more troublesome and probably would require further attention, mm -hmm. you'll have the prescription and the referral to probably then visit a doctor or somebody mm -hmm. Medical profession, as you know, mm -hmm. to assist further, especially probably people that have to probably require surgeries and mm -hmm. this type of things. So yes, they actually do that type of visit. So it's 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 comprehensive, I should mm -hmm. say, to a certain extent, and people typically um, get good results out of that. Okay. okay. When when it was held this year, um, in terms of the demographics, did you see? Because we know generally with, with with any type of screening that is done, particularly in Dominica, you see more we, of the elderly people. Oh, yes. Sure. Did you see the young people taking advantage of, of that offer? Um, I would say it was this time around, it was, it was, Mm, it was more, I would have noticed more of the elderly population mm -hmm. this time around um, to the middle age category. Um, there wasn't a lot of young people present mm -hmm. per se. When the mission is usually he held, being held in January, um, we have parents sometimes still bringing in the, the children, children and yeah. stuff like that. Mm -hmm. You know, you'll find that. Um, but I wouldn't say that there was a, a huge influx of the younger generation per se. I would say the middle age, and of course the elderly would take care. When I say middle age, like you know, it could 50s, be people in the foot. Yeah. Well, maybe some in the thirties, forties, fifties, going up. Okay. But I wouldn't say that there were too many of the younger, younger generation per mm. se. Would you have wanted to see that? Not necessarily. So that would be very bad, no? Would it? <laughs> 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 All these young people coming with eye issues. Oh, just issues. for screening. I mean, just to see, you know, where but they I mean, are. But I mean, we still open um, the doors yeah. um, to the different um, age categories. Um, okay. We put things in place. Normally, we have the patients, what you call pre-screen at the respective health centers mm -hmm. where we are serving on that particular mission before they actually come for the visit. Oh. It helps it helps with this smoother Could transition. Yes. into the screening yes, and stuff that like sense. that mm -hmm. at least they would have certain be privy to certain information okay. ahead of time otherwise it will have to be done on site which, which you could appreciate would lengthen the process yes, yes, yes. however accommodation is made for when that happens because it will always happen you'll find sometimes that not everybody get um, pre-screens you understand mm -hmm. but it's usually advised but for this particular mission we had a bit more of a structured process so you had to get pre-screened in order to get a ticket to even mm. attend um, 
oh, the clinics. Yeah. So we had a little bit more of a structure in place, place that the club came up with. Mm-hmm. And I think this initiative would probably be something that we would probably continue mm-hmm. in the future clinics because it creates a little bit more control yes, and, and more flow for the, yeah. the clinics. And it actually, it's, it's better for both the Vosch team who is there working hard to execute that project as well as the Rotarians who would have been working the clinics as well alongside them to mm-hmm. ensure that there is order and, and so forth mm-hmm. going on. Mm-hmm. But is this um, all free? I know you mentioned at the beginning, you know, it's still many people who could not afford. Uh, yes. You know, the, so, mm-hmm. yes, I did mention that. So yeah. the, the venture, yeah, I, would say, I, I would say this for free, but however, we do have what you call a, a, a donation that we ask of t- only okay. $25 given at the end of the clinic. As you would okay. appreciate, the Rotary Club of Dominica is a service organization, mm-hmm. as I, I, I said before. Mm-hmm. So therefore, that is pretty much geared at, at, at striking a balance because mm-hmm. of all the preparations that would, yeah, would take in place and the expenses mm-hmm. and the financial right. obligations and so forth. So okay. we do ask for a small contribution of only $25 um, at the end of the process, mm-hmm. but okay. that's all. Okay, um, so, so even if the patient got lenses, um, they would only still give that $25? They would not have to pay for the the, the prescription, the prescription, or the glasses? The glasses. No, ah. It's only twenty-five dollars. That's why I said it's a small contribution. Yes, because really. people who wear glasses See, know exactly. that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's only. Yes. That's why I, I, I don't. I don't feel like I want to relate to it as a fee. Yes. Because I feel part, like it's yeah. not. True. That's why I said it's only it's a small really contribution sure. of um, twenty-five dollars, irrespective of the fact if you get your prescriptions, if you get your referrals, okay. if you get the prescribed lenses, no matter what services that you would have acquired during the visit. That's ah. that's irrespective of that. But okay. how long is this program for? At each mission, like it is. Oh, it goes for weeks. Well, it's four days. Four days, and okay, it runs okay, from okay. like. Well, we say eight to four, but it really kicks off at about nine o'clock in the morning, and it okay. goes up until about four. Sometimes five depends on mm-hmm. the magnitude. You'd well appreciate that the Rosa clinics would be the Heavy, clin- heaviest yes. clinics. Yes. Um, so, like for example, the Thursday clinic would have been our heaviest clinic, so it okay. would ended a little bit later mm-hmm. than it should have. But pretty much, this is the time frame which it runs for. Okay. 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 Nice. Well, we really want to thank you and the organization <laughs> for this excellent initiative. We know that. Um, health is indeed our greatest resource, yes. whether it's mm-hmm. you know an issue for our eyes, mm-hmm. an issue for our nose, with any part of our and body, it's, it's important. <laughs> important. Exactly. And we really want to um, you know reduce uh, early early onset blindness uh, caused by, by, by glaucoma. In yeah, I, I wanted I wanted to ask her if they noticed anything was you know predominant in the screening mm-hmm. in terms of you just mentioned glaucoma. Was that something? Was that a finding? Um, of the team that I wanted to, to just make sure mm-hmm. we get that. What what was what was what what did they see in terms of eye care issues or eye health issues? Well, usually um, after every visit, the mm-hmm. the lead mission leader, Dr. Dan, um, would provide a report to the mm-hmm. club on his findings, but. I cannot say that we have <laughs> the that report yet. Because they okay. just, gave, yeah. they just went back. Okay. But from past experiences and even speaking to him whilst the um, clinics were ongoing, he did see patients with glaucoma. He mm. did see, as a matter of fact, I remember specifically on Thursday at the first day clinic in the first half of the day, um, I was going, making my own checking in to make sure that everything is okay. And I spoke to him briefly and I was like, how oh, is your day going today? Is it? And he was like, I'm a little bit depressed today. Mm. I was like, why? He's like, I swear everybody I've seen have, have some sort of issue down wow. to the fact that he actually saw, I believe a, a 12 year old, if I'm not mistaken, or younger who had a cataract. 
And I think that was one of the things that stood out for him mostly in the day that, you know, you see the child all bubbly, now looking normal to you, and then examine the eyes and you'd find something like that. at the, in the child eyes. So he was pretty disturbed by it to a um, certain extent, but at the same time, happy to know that he was able to detect intercept it for the, the, par- for the mm-hmm. parents uh, and okay. intercept that and obviously mm-hmm. advise mm-hmm. them accordingly on what to do next. So yeah. these are things that they will pick up um, mm-hmm. during the screening process and they will give the recommendations mm-hmm. and the necessary referrals when necessary to the individuals to seek further assistance. Okay. Okay. Yes. 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 Yeah, so we really want to thank you for being here, Ms. Rowell, and for you letting us know the good work that the Roche Recovery Dominica um, has been doing. Um, As as we've said, you know, eye health is important Mm -hmm. and um, Mm -hmm. we do not want (laughs) anybody, you know, to get blind, particularly um, prematurely. Mm-hmm. And so the, the, this mission, it's, it's, it's of very, very importance mm-hmm. to us. And I, I do hope that the recipients um, would have appreciated the work of, of the experts while they were here mm-hmm. on island. Yes. So we really want to forward to very appreciated. Yes. So looking forward to the next one. <laughs> the next mission, hopefully we should have it next year. And okay. its tentative should be, tentatively, it should be held in May. Okay. Okay. So the general public and listeners, uh, listeners could look out for that information once it becomes it. available. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. Of course. Thank you. So thank, thank you, you so very much. much. And thank you for and having me. Have a good me. morning. <laughs> thank Take you. Care. Thank you. Right, so what we're going to do, we're going to take a short break and then we'll be right back with you on Health Vibes. As we turn. Introducing Jolly's Pharmacy, brand new website, www.jolly's.dm. It's your time to jump the line, shop now at jolly's.dm and have your items delivered in the comfort of your office. No more standing in line, no need to use your lunch or water shop. Hassle free shopping, safe and secure. Jolly's.dm features rush delivery, one hour, in store pickup, regular delivery, 5 pm, cut off time, 4 pm. It's your time to jump the line. Visit the www.jollies.dm Jollies Pharmacy Leading the way in healthcare In healthcare In healthcare Oh, and if they say convenience Could make a big difference Then you can trust me I know just where you should be and that is JP Mega, 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 mega The one-stop shopping Dominica, nigga, 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 nigga You could be shopping and having fun With your daughter or with your son We cater to everyone What a happy place six or more of any item and you automatically qualify for a discount. Check us out at the mega store in Funkole where there's lots of parking. On Monday to Friday from 9am to 7pm. On Saturdays from 8am to 6pm. And on Sundays from 10am to 2pm. JP Mega, the best family shopping experience. I woke up this morning feeling real stink. I had temptations to call in sick but I end up in Jolly's Pharmacy. Great and dunking cause three Jolly's fix up my email system. Got me feeling fit and strong now I'm ready to work on if you see me walking, Jolly's Pharmacy is number one, Jolly's walking. We cater for everyone, Jolly's walking. Boost up your email system, Jolly's walking. Yo, yo, Dominic, 
fancy white father box. Whenever I'm in town and I'm feeling down, I head to Johnny's Pharmacy. They boost me up real quick. Johnny's Pharmacy, leading the win. Health who say health cannot have vibes? Well, Jolly's Pharmacy is proving you otherwise. With health vibes, every Wednesday morning on Q95 from 10 a.m. to 11.30. Health vibes, education, information, and a bit of humor. And not forgetting, lots of vibes. Hosted by Carlton Lango with co-host Jacinta Fagan Defo and Trudy Christian. Jolly's Pharmacy is bringing health and vibes together every Wednesday. So be sure to tune in. Pharmacy leading the way in healthcare. So we're back with you on Health Vibes this morning. We do have a few segments and we're just changing the gear. I suspect a caller may want to say something to us. I, I see the line is going, so let's hear what this caller has to say and then we can. Pleasant good morning to you, caller. Thanks for calling. Morning. Good morning to you, teacher. Good morning, Brother Carter, and congratulations to you. Thank you, sir. Thank and you. Joris, of course. Carter, I, I, want, I want to extend my... Uh, are you there? We, lost we seem to have lost you. Feel free to call back. Okay. I know I know Salufa was waiting <laughs> waiting for you. <laughs> I know that. Yeah, we unfortunately <laughs> feel free to call back. Mm -hmm. But we were just going to talk a little about Caribbean Wellness Month. As you know, um the month of September um on the regional calendar is usually uh, dubbed the Caribbean Wellness Day. But in the Dominica context, they've always celebrated the entire month mm -hmm. as Caribbean Wellness Month. It's a time when we focus a little on particularly the chronic conditions or diseases and how they've been impacting us, what we can do to avoid them, to delay their early onset, um, and to, to sort of sensitize us on the need for screening. It's not just about um, talking about prevention, but getting us mobilized to, to, to embark and to take advantage and the opportunities to have screening done. Screening is so, so, so important. And many of us, you know, particularly working professionals like ourselves, when we get into the office, it's, it's like the day just runs off and we procrastinate so much. I mean, I do it too, where, you know, when it comes to maybe taking time to do something for you. You know, you never have the time. Mm -hmm. And you delay and you delay and you delay. And then when you do go to check, you're hearing and you're seeing these results are coming up with all this red, you know. If you do, if you go to Lafales when something <laughs> is abnormal, they will highlight it in red. Mm -hmm. And you're seeing all these, you know, numbers and you're like, wow, I'm surprised, you know, why I didn't expect to see these type of you know these types of of, of responses or, or or um results but they do happen so carbon wellness month is almost here um it is a time where you see a lot of um groups and clubs and churches and associations mm -hmm. do things yes. i know i got a call from the ministry the government headquarters 
um, you know, asking to collaborate and, and come in and do something with um, the, 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 the civil servants. Uh, we've been getting requests from churches, you know, wanting us to come and give public health lectures and maybe collaborate with them with screenings and so forth. And so that is all good. We, we're happy. But we don't want to see this happening only in September. I know. Mm -hmm. We want to see it happening year-round. Where, where our nation is so infused and excited about health and wellness that there is always something happening um, to promote health and, and wellness. Um, for us here at Jolly's, I have um, put together some activities for the entire month. Um, I know we, we are, I have done on there uh, a, 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 an ital day mm -hmm. where staff are asked to cook a meal preferably a one pot with no meat and no fish on uh, that day. Uh, uh. So we're going back to times when we ate ital yes. for like a coconut Aye. in there. Um, you know, you make a sandwich, you make something, but no meat. No meat. No, no meat and no a fish. A vegetarian meal. Yes, it's a vegetarian meal okay. on that day. Um, I know we have a no pastry, no bread day on there. No type of pastry, no type of bread at all on that day. No big food, nothing like that. Um, I know we have a no soda, no sweetened beverage day. Mm -hmm. um, nothing at all sweetened. Um, so we'd have water and preferably no juice on that day. Um, we have our own staff screening too. Um, we want to have uh, two cardio jam sessions, uh, one in Rosa, one in Portsmouth, as well as part of um, our calendar of activities. And I think we have, there's something I may, I may have missed, but I know, oh yes, there is a fruit and vegetable day mm -hmm. um, where you need to have at least two free servings of fruits on that day, vegetables on that day. So we have some very interesting program that we've put together, that I've put together for our staff um, to, to celebrate and to promote health and wellness for this year's um, uh, Caribbean Wellness, Wellness Month. Caribbean Wellness Month. Uh, Wellness Month. But so I, is there anything happening at the college on your end? Do you know? No, um, there's nothing at the college. Um, interestingly, uh, at the college, it's it's beginning of school. Yeah, um, but it would be it would be important though to maybe s include the youth. Mm -hmm. in this whole process of wellness and screening. Oftentimes, because as you're speaking, Carlton, you know, I, 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 I thought of it. Oftentimes, people, there, there are two categories of people who don't get screened, people who don't think it's necessary for them because they're too young or they're too, you know, they're too healthy. They feel well. Mm -hmm. So, you know, what's the point of, of being screened for, for any disease or for any condition? And there are those who are just afraid because they feel unwell or they maybe, you know, you know, have some some fear because of maybe lifestyle choices or, you know, just fear in general. So they won't get screened. So I was thinking too, it's so important to try to get those two groups on board and you definitely find those who think they don't have to be screened for anything. You find that in the young group. It's true. Yes. And then you might find those who are fearful, um, you know, maybe the adults or, or approaching older age, just fear. Like, boy, I don't want to know now. You would hear you would hear people say that specifically about cancer screening mm -hmm. as well. Oh, do a do a do a mammogram for what? I I, mm -hmm. I don't want to know. I I don't want to the pap smear. I don't want to know. And you know, so you you.
you miss those two groups, the mm. fearful and the that that's not the for fearful. me. I'm too I'm too healthy for that. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, it's interesting because just this morning before I came on the radio, a few of us had a work we were discussing the importance of pap smears. Mm -hmm. And um one of them, you know, she already has children mm -hmm. and she says, No, I've trained already and I've never been and I told her, you know, it's it's an uncomfortable short um, period of time where, where you know and there's this very cold uh, instrument mm -hmm. that has to be inserted but it's necessary mm -hmm. and uh, the only way to know if you are fine is to do the test have mm -hmm. it done it's just for a few minutes yes it's not the most comfortable feeling but it's a necessity mm -hmm. and uh, just to touch upon what both you and um, Carlton spoke about in terms of procrastination because many patients who come into us um, at, at Jolly's Pharmacy, they say, okay, they don't see the need mm -hmm. to follow up with the doctors or it's just to pay their money. We want them uh, to go. Yes. And mm -hmm. um, they've been on this particular medication for years and it's not going to change. The purpose of following up with the doctors is to ensure that everything has remained in the healthy levels. So it's not about giving you the the um, the green light to go and pay more money, but to follow up. This is why prescriptions are only um, made for a couple of months, for be four months, six months, and then afterwards you must follow up to see whether your levels are at its best, whether a medication has to be changed, um, whether a dose has to change. You know, so I mean, many of us, and not just young people, you know, older citizens as well, feel because they are feeling healthy, you know, they, they don't have anything hurting them, they don't see anything out of the norm, they are fine. Mm -hmm. And many people say, okay, as, as soon as they have been diagnosed, that's when they start feeling sick, you know? Right, right, <laughs> so, right. <laughs> but I, I don't know if it's, if it's a mental, mental thing. thing. They even blame the medicine and say, <laughs> yes. that, since they started taking that medication, it's not, yeah, all of these other of things that are happening to them. Alas. And, you know, a lot of the times we, we know that it's like um, what we call um, hypochondriac. Yes, you know, yes. They, they, they just get this. And, and a lot of the times, and that is why even in the therapy process, the counseling is important. That's mm -hmm. great. Um, how do you feel now that you've been diagnosed with this disease and it's prescribed mm -hmm. these or this medication? How do you feel about that? You know, and uh, and that is an area that many times health professionals don't spend time at all. At all. With yes. At all. You, know, you are so correct. Yeah. And you know, goes to pharmacy to you've just been diagnosed um, with diabetes. To you, diabetes is a huge life change so to mm -hmm, speak mm -hmm. and unless uh, you're a person that's very active maybe you're in show business you're in this you're in that and you get this diagnosis and you just said well okay this your sugar level is elevated we have to put you on this medicine this is it mm -hmm. and you walk out mm -hmm. and and no question no question as to no. how how does this diagnosis Impact mm -hmm. psychologically. Yeah. Right. And that is such an important point. And I've noticed too, not only a lack of, you know, that counseling or therapy kind of aspect of, of the health professionals after giving a diagnosis, but also after screening, 
just screening you're mm-hmm. not even diagnosing screening mm-hmm. and let's say there is something that is out of the correct range mm-hmm. so you do a, a a random glucose um screening for somebody and their blood glucose is high i've heard people say you know i was just told i need to stay away from um sugar and i need to but not really told you know what did that mm-hmm. number well, that, that was yes. seen what yes. did it mean sure. what is the possible or like some mm-hmm. further explanation mm-hmm. to the person so that they can understand they can get the concept of why was i just told stay away from that from sure. no one or don't do why this from no one uh, right what does yes. it mean mm-hmm. so the the counseling you're speaking about and the education of the patient is so important for adherence to anything that you you thereafter why why i want to adhere to what you said and i didn't even understand what is the reason behind what you said you know what i mean so i i feel we definitely need to do better in that regard getting people to understand and to you know really be on board with their health care plan um and not just give them a, a, a diagnosis or give them a prescription and you know because i i remembered without cutting you mm-hmm. a, a young man coming to my office crying he was crying, like sobbing. I had to, you know, calm him down and so forth. But he came to see me. And he said he just came from the doctor. And the doctor said to him, he has glaucoma. And it's really bad. And he cannot drive anymore. And he was in shock. And it's a young person. Mm. He was really in shock. And to him, it's like he felt his life was over. You understand? But he, he got this diagnosis. Um, he became emotional. Mm-hmm. How was he dealt with at the office? Right, right, right. So he was looking for somebody to just speak to. I know. Somebody that may understand the diagnosis, the ramifications, pros and cons mm-hmm. of it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just to kind of calm him down and reassure him that right, yeah. you can be all right. Mm-hmm. You know, you can, surgery can be done, classes can be given drops medications can be given it can be managed you know, that kind of a thing so so that is something that that is important um and again sometimes the healthcare providers might say they're, they're so busy mm. they don't that really is have, the thing it's the time. time it's the to time that, yes you know but maybe we may need to have uh, some you know some trained social workers yes or somebody that is in the medical field but that is their speciality. Right. You know, There's actually an area that I'm very interested in. Carlton, I remember you speaking on a previous program about your interest in life life coaching. Yes. Mm-hmm. My interest is in health coaching. I do it specifically for women who have been diagnosed with polycystic ovarian syndrome, mm-hmm. PCOS, which September is the awareness month for that as well. And it was, you know, it's one of my main platforms. My main interest is in women's health. So that particular condition, which I also have, is mm-hmm. is where I do some health coaching. But it would also, it's an area that I want to study further and that can assist with what you're speaking of right now. So if there are people you can go to after a diagnosis Mm -hmm. to kind of lay the foundation for you of what's the way forward, how do you move with this diagnosis? A lot of women, for instance, if they're diagnosed with PCOS, a doctor will say, this is what you have and that means you cannot have children. Mm. Cut blush like that, like that's it. (laughs) And then the person is left with holding this this heavy load. Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, what? Mm -hmm. Um, My fertility, I can... 
and that has a big yeah. psychological because impact. Because about Will somebody want to be with you? Exactly. Right. So you have all these thoughts and then you don't know how to move forward with managing the disease. Mm-hmm. You were just told this is what I have and you know, so that health coaching thing or Carlton, as you mentioned, maybe social workers yeah. trained in, yeah, you know, helping counsel. people deal with diagnoses. Mm-hmm. Um, that's so important. That's a whole area somebody true. could go yes. into um, um, professionally. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I mean, your, your mental state uh, also impacts your physical state. That's true. So for those being just diagnosed with high blood pressure or yes. high blood sugar, now ha- having that type of anxiety, that stress levels, which indirectly can increase mm-hmm. your pressure and sugar. Mm-hmm. And if they had that type of intervention, mm-hmm. someone to sit down with them, counsel them, mm-hmm. you know, and give them the ins and outs of, of that medical condition and do how to better handle their lifestyle right. practices, right. you know, will we'll give them that reassurance that, okay, mm-hmm. I have this diagnosis. It's not, it's not a death sentence. It can be managed. Mm-hmm. Simple. Mm-hmm. Very, very simple, mm-hmm. but important. It's important. No, yes, yes. it is. Mm-hmm. It is. Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so we are, it's 11.03. Oh. Uh, we're going to take a short break and then we are going to the next segment. Time goes very quickly. Introducing Jolly's Pharmacy, brand new website, www.jolly's.dm. It's, it's your time to jump the line. Shop now at jolly's.dm and have your items delivered in the comfort of your office. No more standing in line. No need to use your lunch or water shop. Hassle free shopping, safe and secure. Jolly's.dm features rush delivery, one hour, in store pickup, regular delivery, 5 p.m., cut off time, 4 p.m. It's your time to jump the line. Visit us at Jolly's.dm. Jolly's Pharmacy. Leading the way in healthcare. In healthcare. In healthcare. Oh, and if they say convenience could make a big difference, then you can trust me. I know just where you should be. And that is JP Mega, 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 Mega. The one-stop shopping Dominica, Nika, 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 Nika. You could be shopping and having fun with your daughter or with your son. We cater to everyone. What a happy place. A month, any item, and you automatically qualify for a discount. Check us out at the mega store in Funkole where there's lots of parking on Monday to Friday from 9 a.m. to 7 p.m., on Saturdays from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., and on Sundays from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. JP Mega, the best family shopping experience. I woke up this morning feeling resting. So we're back with you. Let me just give you the numbers again 449 3095, 449 6164257 and of course you are welcome to call from overseas that number is 3054329624 let me take that number again 3054329624 and that's the overseas number that you can call so um recently i was on facebook and i was surfing from my phone and and here was this um, life coach or um, therapist and he asked that question and immediately I went back and listened to the debate and wrote the question down and I felt well wow that's an interesting question that I can actually bring to the panel and ask them and maybe if you feel like making a comment you can 
So he, he, he made the statement saying that men need sex to feel love. Women need love to give sex. And I was like, okay, men need sex to feel loved. <laughs> and women need love to give sex. What I have used, ladies? I have two ladies here. I have my producer, but I suspect he may not want to comment. <laughs> but I will ask um, Mrs. Defoe. And you have a good panel about. here. You have a, a yes, married panelist. You have a <laughs> single <laughs> You can get both sides of the coin on, on that on that issue, Carlton. Well played. You came out before banging, Carlton, I must say. <laughs> um, I think in order to answer that question, it will depend on your status. Um, if you're single, if you're looking, if you're married. Um, but I will state my disclaimer that as a woman or women are emotionally wired. Mm -hmm. um, I, speak, I think I speak for most women when I say um, if we feel loved, appreciated, um, respected. Oh, yes, respected, and especially if you're in a committed relationship, it's easier to have that sexual intimacy going on. Um, again, I believe I speak for many when I say if we are angered, if we're upset, if we're in a mood, it's very difficult you know, to be intimate. Um, men are wired differently, and I guess, Kalti, you'll speak on that aspect. But um, speaking for myself, in a committed relationship, it's easier, you know, where when you're in good standing, where you you feel um, loved and, you know, cared for and respected, and you know that that is your person. You know, you, you've committed to them, that's your um, individual you've said yes to, and it's, it's, it makes it easier. So for me, um, once I, f I have those things in place, <laughs> um, then yes, it's, it's easier to be intimate if, if you know, I feel that way. <laughs> I'm going to tackle this, Carlton, from, from the biological standpoint. Of course, that's my, my primary background. I disagree with this statement um, on both sides of the coin, both the male and the female side of the coin. You, the statement, Carlton, you said was that men need sex to feel love. Yes. I, on the, 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 the biological side of that, it is it is shown that um, you know the the the, the pheromones or the, the the hormones associated with what we call the love love hormones that oxytocin it is you know triggered a lot by sexual um, encounters for men and so you know they say that okay so men are wired that way also the testosterone levels in the man they say okay more sexual being and then they say like you said in the second part women need love to have sex so like Justin was saying you know the emotional aspect of the woman and that is what brings out that love for hormone most women. for most for women most. <laughs> but then there is that biological side of both men and women are biologically Biologically, sexual, 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 yes, sexual, sexual genes. Beings, yes. I mean, and we sometimes we avoid that 
discussion or we we avoid that understanding for women just because of you know what society says and what it means to be a woman and there are all these things put in place and so the sexual needs of a woman are often not understood or or, or (laughs) accepted at all so women like how the statement talks about women need love to have sex Mm -hmm. but they are it is a f- biological fact that women would have sexual needs, sexual urges, sexual desires, well, yes, even I mean, if <laughs> not in a, mm-hmm. a relationship mm-hmm. or a committed relationship or, or even if not in a in love mm-hmm. state. That is a fact. What you do with that, <laughs> I mean, is up to you. Yeah. But to say that, you know, biologically, the act of sex would be determined on that emotion of love. I disagree with that, particularly on that women's side, because the, the, the hormones that are in play, I mean, we can talk about the women's, a woman's cycle, and, you know, when she's yes. at that point of her cycle, mm-hmm. which is ovulation, she's biologically wired <laughs> to, to crave. That is how God meant for reproduction to occur so when the woman is at her fertile period of her cycle you know she has Mm -hmm. that sexual desire that is a little higher than normal that's why all of us exist because our mothers you know at ovulation which is one day a month here did that egg that is released from a woman it lasts for 24 hours so you know for all of us to be here Mm-hmm. how correct the timing is well, I mean, of sexual intercourse for that egg to be fertilized. Yeah. True. I yes. mean, there is a fertility window. A window, but, yes. Know, so so the, the egg lasts for 24 hours. The sperm can last for 72 hours. So if there is intercourse, uh, you know, two days before that egg is released, those sperm cells are there <laughs> alive and, you know, fertilization may occur. But in, in, in actuality, the window is so small mm-hmm. and all of us are here. So that means that there is a a definite sexual desire associated with that period of the cycle. So biologically, Carlton, I'm disagreeing <laughs> in parts with the statement. I feel that there is also the the sexual, the biological the sexual, sexual need drive. that mm-hmm. can come in play without the 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 institution of love. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. I really love the, the, the different perspectives because mm-hmm. for me, I'm going to look at it more sociological. Mm-hmm. Um, when I listened to the argument, not necessarily from you, but from the, the, the therapist, mm-hmm. I felt that the statement was a bit prejudicial mm-hmm. um, because one, it was basically um, putting women at a particular, in a corner. So for you to ever feel to have sex, you must feel love first. Mm-hmm. And if you don't feel love, you cannot have that sex. Well, in that regard, I, I, I disagree with, that, with the way you're saying it. Right. Yes, right. 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 Because, because that could be another interpretation of that yes. statement. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? And we know for a fact, I mean, we've seen the, the, what is happening, um, particularly internationally, where women who have gained their independence, they have the careers, they choose sometimes to be single mm-hmm. and they may have a partner just when they feel for sex. Mm-hmm. Talk, 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 <laughs> call the person, come and give me my sex and next day you check your sin. Um, An arrangement. Somebody, somebody yes. may, um, our society, sometimes the way we think, may find that is not um, proper yes. or may not be it's not moral, moral yes. for a woman mm-hmm. to do 
But from a, 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 a sociological standpoint, it's a woman's right to choose if she wants to that. Now, the other side about a man needs sex um, to feel love, um, again, it depends on the degree of the love and what type of love. Because I have always said to me, I'm married, I have a wife, I do engage in sexual activity, but my children gives me and shows me love. a lot of love. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so it depends on, on the type of love. Mm-hmm. I know for a man, when a man wants to be intimate and the urge is really, really intense and he is not getting it, or let's say he has a, in a relationship with a partner and he's not getting it, he can get very frustrated. Mm-hmm. I have used that example many times when I've spoken to couples. Um, to the show the differences between a man and a woman. Mm-hmm. Um, a man may want to have sex at 11 o'clock in the night. Maybe since 9 o'clock he wants to do it. And he's been asking the lady, asking the lady, and she's tired and she's, oh, she's not feeling well. She has a headache. Right? <laughs> and uh, he gets frustrated and he feels like he can't lie down on the same bed with the lady because he really wants that stuff. She's not giving it to him. He gets up, he goes on the sofa and lies down. The morning time comes and this lady gets up and she makes this elaborate breakfast for this man um, in preparation for him to go to work. To work uh-huh. He gets up, he comes downstairs, she says good morning to him and he's, he answers on the nose. He, morning. Thanks. You know, he says nothing. Babes, um, um, this is your breakfast here. Okay. One, 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 one word. Now, if that man had that sex, in the night, right? Wife gets up late. Oh, buddy, I didn't even get up to make breakfast. Oh, babes, that's all right. That's all right. You don't need to make the breakfast. I'll eat something on the road. That's men. And that's the truth. That's how we are wired. Um, so, on the <laughs> hindsight, if it's a female now, she might be different. She might, she might be very appreciative that the husband get up early in the morning and make the breakfast. Maybe she wanted it last night and he didn't do it. But then he get up in the early morning and he make big breakfast and she might have forgotten everything about that last night and be appreciated that he get up early and make breakfast. So it shows that we are different. And I, I think really and truly sex is something. And if you, if you look and, 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 and you into biology, so you would understand biology. If you look at even in all kingdoms, you look at the animal kingdom, the same thing with male, with a male species, male animal, a male dog will walk from... Rose to Mahu to get another a female dog and stay hungry whole day, lie down by that house and don't think of food. Um, men are different, and I think sex sex for men is 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 very more physiological uh-huh. than Emotion, psychological. psychological. So. And for women, I think it's more psychological than physiological. Although there is some variation. Yes, yes, yes. There are exceptions. I see we have a caller, though, Carlton. So let's yes. let's take that call. Good morning to you, caller. Thanks for calling. Hello, good morning, Carlton. Good, good morning, Carlton and the panel, all of you there. Good Thanks morning. for the information. Carlton. Yes, sir. Good morning. My name is Justus Marshall. Do not put on this spot. <laughs> Do not put on this spot with that type of behavior. <laughs> <laughs> 
that's just how we behave. And uh, I just want to let you know, you know, once when when men are in that mood, it's like it's like crazy. And that is why I always tell men to, you know, respect the women in spite of the situation. In spite of when they say no, just you have to learn to agree no and, and turn it around. But that come about in me more or less when I grow a little older, better understanding, you know, behaviors and men. But um, Kazan, you, you have us on the spot. That's about Kazan. But you agree with my example, right? For the information always. I was asking if you agreed with my example I gave. Say that again, Kazan. I was asking if you if you if you agreed with the example I gave. That's why I tell you, you put us on the spot. <laughs> it is on the spot, Carlton. It is on the spot, Carlton. That's what I said. Thank you, my friend. Thanks, bro. Thank you. All right, we have another caller. Good morning to you, caller. Thanks for calling. Hi, good morning to the panel. Good morning. Good morning. Carlton, you always make me go late to my work. Now. <laughs> I always look forward to listen to this. Program. Thank you. And you're hitting the nail on the head. This is my experience. <laughs> All right, then. Thank you very much. Yeah. Well, Carlton, I wanted to play devil's advocate yes, with, your, with mm. your example. Um, what about a situation, and I'm sure it exists. Well, I'm playing devil's advocate. You will, yeah. you will comment. Where, yes, there is, for the man, I'm on, on the man's side of the argument. Um, there is sufficient or adequate sexual um, satisfaction, but the behavior outside of that is, is not nice from the partner you know so after the the sexual satisfaction boy you know come out there and <laughs> go and go and bathe or you know or, or very harsh or you know or not not doing the little nice things you spoke about the breakfast or the, the caring things therefore to show love um and appreciation for the man not maybe appreciating the man's work and what he's contributing would that sex still be sufficient for love to show love you know what i mean so yes the sex is there but the other aspects mm -hmm. are not there so are you saying that for the man it doesn't matter it doesn't matter i, I, I want to a, know very 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 that's good, a good question uh, question that you've asked and for me i will say that that the sex would not suffice yeah it that's what i'm thinking be, it would not be sustainable for yeah. me because i would want to know that i am not used as an object mm -hmm. right that my penis is just um a vehicle for you to feel good and once and then that's it, that and then that's it, it. i am like you know rover go get out of there you know that kind of a thing no i don't want to feel yeah. that way i would want to feel that you can at least lie down on my chest talk to me tell me you love me tell me something nice okay. you know yeah. so again that argument that statement is very very debatable yes and if yes you look you recognize it as many variables in mm -hmm, there mm -hmm. that 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 is very debatable because it objectifies men and it also objectifies women, women. yes you indefinitely know? and it also um opens up the discussion as to what really is sex mm -hmm. is sex just um um, um copulation mm -hmm. right um or is it or in, is does it, it involve all the it, all the emotions right comes with right it. right and are we saying that emotions are only felt by women 
and not men. men. Right. That's what I felt when I asked that question to you. You know, so isn't the man's emotions and his, you know, his his needs outside of sex and those important as well, Mm -hmm. you know? Man, the man wants to eat. The man <laughs> wants to feel, um, you know, cared for and appreciated, and, um, and you know. I, th- I think it, it goes both ways, but um, the emotional aspect, I still believe it's heavier it's on heavier on the women's women. side. Mm-hmm. But yeah. of of course, men are human too. You mm-hmm. know, so mm-hmm. humans too. So they maybe wouldn't. the statement too could have been a bit biased in the sense that, based on maybe how we men, we men collectively mm-hmm. that is the male man mm-hmm. how we how we perceive sex i think that could be one of the reason why that statement was made mm-hmm. because if you look at how we will socialize or how we are socialized uh, we've always equated sex sex to physicality mm-hmm. um, you get an erection your penis is erected and you have to put it somewhere Mm-hmm. at any means necessary right and that's it um for for how women now are socialized go to school learn well be a decent girl close your legs properly sit properly um expect a man to talk to you decently um hope for sure you get married first uh, so you get all these mm-hmm. steps mm-hmm. But a man never really gets these steps the way that he was socialized. So it's like, expect you at. I expect okay when you're about eighteen years, you'll meet a girl and you can <laughs> have sex and this and that, and that's about it. Mm-hmm. You understand? So sex for males have always been related to the genitalia, whereas sex for females, from a sociological standpoint, has always infused, always involved. All, this all the other things factors yeah. you know and i sure both of you i know your parents <laughs> and i know that how you were raised and i sure your mother in particular would have spoken to you in that kind of a way it's true mm-hmm. i mean on both ends both my mom and dad you know right. they brought us um to understand you know the importance of good morality christianity mm-hmm. and but you was, know but, but do you think your parents spoke to your brother that way no. Ah, <laughs> so they they yes, no. Sure they laid that foundation for you as the female. Yes. Right? This is how you behave. And I mean, anybody who knows Justin you know, you are proper. You understand? So you could see the, the difference in terms of how we socialized. Um, even in infancy, mm-hmm. how we speak to girls about sex, how we speak to boys about sex, and then what the outcome now becomes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I don't believe in, in ignorance. Um, I do believe that proper education is key, you know, as parents. Um, I'm not sheltering too much because, I mean, you call children of this generation generation internet children you know so the information they would not get at home they will get it outside they have access to the internet you know so i mean it has to be balanced mm-hmm. you know we have a caller good morning to you caller mm, we missed you um feel free to call back the numbers again are 449 449-3095, 449-3096, 449-3097, 616-4257 um you know we have a few more minutes you can feel free to call 
Um, I would have loved to hear from Mervyn, but I don't know if he's not listening <laughs> because I know Mervyn is very, you know, when it comes to those types of discussions, he's very open and objective about them. But I think, um, again, it, it opens up the debate as to um, those of us who are in committed relationships, um, what, what sex means to us. And remember we had a show some time ago um, where we, 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 we differentiated between sex and intimacy. Mm-hmm. And we said that there is a big difference. Yes. Because a lot of people do have sex and there is no, no intimacy, intimacy. Nope. In, in, in there. Um, because this comes back to the same, this comes back again to the intimacy aspect of sexual intercourse. Um, because with a statement like that, it really makes sex just seem like an activity yeah. mm-hmm. without without much so it's an activity for the male but for the females it is it is more than that it is emotionally fused mm-hmm. yeah. yeah and so the debate that the the, the angle that Trudy um uh, you know brought out it definitely um you know gives a, a broader argument that emotions must be equated on all fronts, both mm-hmm. in the male, male and, female. and mm-hmm. in the female. And you know, people argue about that a lot. For instance, you know, you'll see for a woman's birthday or for um, Mother's Day in particular, mm-hmm. you know, this the, the, the sentiment of Valentine's gifting and Valentine's Day, the sentiment of gifting a, a woman is very different. Oh, flowers or this, or, you know, perfumes or this. And then for the men, and people always speak about that is, oh, well, you know, he will, he'll get sex. Yeah. That, that, that's like, <laughs> you know, so, so you will hear a lot of that type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, is it's, it's, it's the boyfriend or the, the husband's um, birthday. So what, what you plan for him? Well, you know, <laughs> and, if you don't, and, and for the male, oftentimes if you don't give that gift, whether it's, it's Valentine's Day or birthday, you are more likely may not get that sex. So you see the other side of the equation as well. We have a caller. Good morning to you, caller. Good morning. I'm sorry to call back. You know. No, you feel free. You just mentioned something there in terms of the physicality and and. On the woman's side, you know, the, the consciousness of, of passion and so forth. And Carlton, like, looking back, and Carlton, you know, and I'm I, I talking of me. I'm not talking of anybody else. You know, even when we, we, you know, we would have sex, then we would have to tell one of our friends, boy, I put that on her. It's like, it's like something we just did and we, 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 we have to talk about what we do. We do it. And sometimes the woman might not even talk about it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes there was no passion in mm-hmm. it. It was just about our mindset of just doing it. And and it happened. It happened to me. I, I did those things, Carlton. I I, I I I I was part of a society that was not knowledgeable of, of stuff, and that is why today I, I I continue to you know put some things in my children as to relationships, sex. And each and every one of them, from my four-year-old go up, Carlton, I teaching them the body parts, the everything, and, and what should not be and what should be. Because I did not know better. But as I said to you earlier, as I grow older, I tend to better understand.
and things and myself, you know, and it's, it's amazing. And these discussions, Carlton, I always tell people, if we do not want to listen to them, so be it. But they, they bring so much to you. And then you can even remember yourself and, and your behavior. You understand? And I was part of that thing, probably just knowing, hey, yeah, I hit that one. Hey, yes, I hit. And it's, just, it's, it's embarrassing now to me in the sense as to how I behave. So, you know, thank you guys again, you know, in every room. Thank you very much. Thank you. All right. So it is now 1129. We are just about ready to wrap up. Uh, I know that these discussions are always um, thought provoking. They're always, you know, the type of discussions that makes us kind of get out of our comfort zone. Um, I've always said that um, sexual and reproductive health, they're very important aspect of our health. Um, You can have a relationship and um, you have issues with um, sex and and so forth in in the relationship and bet your last dollar, you will have some issues. Mm -hmm. So it's not something that you can just um, put aside unless you're elderly elderly people and you know both of you have reached that stage where it's not so important so it's like you guys are now more friends you know even then i mean i think at all ages you mm-hmm. know it's important yes. it's important and the education is important yep. mm-hmm. and the discussion the communication <laughs> is important Absolutely. very important mm-hmm. um as a as a women's self-advocate it is something i want to even do a whole separate topic on Carlton, and it's mm-hmm. women and their understanding of sex and sexual pleasure some women go through the entire life never and never mm-hmm. you know and they don't even understand that so mm-hmm. so there's a lot of education and understanding you know and more discussion that we could have so so i'll challenge you carlton oh, definitely. <laughs> for because us to 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 bring up another angle of this discussion mm-hmm. at another at another time definitely yeah. because there is also the other side of the coin where even for me in my work uh, many men do come to see me many men and one of the major issues that I am picking up, I mean, I could actually start documenting it. Um, a lot of men who, especially middle-aged men, you know, 50, 55, 60, a lot of these men um, are home and um, they are seen only to perform the sex. So you want your stuff, take your stuff. But a lot of these men their wives, their girlfriends, do not make love to them. Mm. And that's something that I'm seeing a lot, especially in that age group. So that's something that we can definitely have a whole big discussion Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. about in a very subsequent time. But we're out of time. That is why you should always listen to Hell Vibes because you never know what is going to be discussed. So from all of us here, at this um, studio, we want to say it was our pleasure bringing to you yet another informative um, show um, to you, Hell Vibes, and we're hoping to see you uh, by God's grace next week, Wednesday. So from all of us here, your health is indeed your greatest resource. Preserve it. Have a good morning and the rest of the week. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Take care.